Hello, welcome to the return of Robin and Brian's Lounge Cast. This is Trent, uh, producer at the Cosmic Shambles Network. If you are new to this podcast, uh, the name Lounge Cast comes from the last tour that Robin and Brian did. They recorded some episodes of podcasts in airport lounges while they were waiting for connecting flights and whatnot. So they've decided to do the same thing again on this new world tour, Brian Cox Live at Universal. They'll be chatting in backstage lounges and airport lounges and the lounge that is the the seats on the tour bus as they travel about arenas with this new show. So make sure you check out briancoxlive.co.uk to get tickets for all of those events across the UK, Ireland, America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Asia and other places I've probably forgotten. And don't forget to check out cosmicshambles.com as well for lots of science, blogs, podcasts, documentaries and more and you'll find out ways uh, to support everything we do at the Cosmic Shambles Network there. Here is Robin and Brian on today's episode. Backstage at uh, Derby Velodrome and uh, Brian is eating his chicken and broccoli which is his uh, high protein pre uh, physics explanation meal, isn't it? That's the one that you use most to make sure the neuronal activity is at its peak. Exactly. I mean, exactly, and that's that's the kind of thing explanation. So 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 pithy, witty, sharp um, that people can expect this evening in the first of our uh, arena tours. Um, I'm going to ask you a question every single day. We're going to put these out. So um, today's question. I was going to start off with what is time, but that seems unfair as you're eating chicken. So instead. Uh, yeah, ask the chicken. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, and what's that? Oh, now the eggs got involved as well. Bloody hell! Why would you bring the egg in? I think the chicken would answer that it's something that's certainly a finite, a finite duration yeah. for each of us. Yeah, the chicken has certainly gone through what looks like delicious entropy. Yes, it has a delicious herb and spices uh, entropy. Um, so instead, I'm going to ask you. I gave you for your uh, start of the tour gift was I think the first Space 1999 annual. I reckon because Barry Morse is on the cover. Yeah, and we're using a little bit of Space Ninety Nine, their fantastic uh, bombastic disco theme tune. Yeah, what is it about Space Nineteen Ninety Nine that makes it so brilliant for you? Because I know you well, love that show. I think was it. I, I loved it when I was younger because I must have seen it. Was it nineteen seventy four? I reckon it's about seventy, maybe seventy six or seventy five, seventy six. I what was yeah, seven years old. Yeah, and it was prime time ITV Saturday night, and I loved it. And then. And I also love the eagle, you know, and had the eagles for the, the models and all that stuff. But then I watched it again recently, and it was the first series is still brilliant. And it's about, you know, humanity's quest for meaning in a hostile and infinite universe. It's, it's absolutely inspired by 2001. Mm. And many of them are brilliantly written, they're brilliantly directed. It was massively expensive. So the, the, the special effects are. You know, beyond anything you might expect at that time, certainly for television. I mean, they're almost, they're not quite, but they're not far off kind of 2001. I mean, they're almost cinematic. Um, but I think that the, the boldness of that, it's very, it's quiet and thoughtful and philosophical. And it's, uh, the second series is not. The it becomes a real worked. adventure series, doesn't it? Yeah. Barry Morse is gone, and he was kind of the most. Uh, yeah. Uh, intellectual, wasn't he? He, he represented the, the intellectualism of the kind of like. Uh, would it be? Was it Galen? No. Which one was it in um, in Planet of the Apes? Who's the Doctor in that? Oh, yeah. 
trying to think. Galen Caesar. Uh, but yeah, there's a yeah. bit where, and then instead he's replaced by, uh, is it Catherine Bach? Or who yeah, yeah the... it was Maya. So that, at the time I, I loved it as well. You know, but um, now, uh, looking back on it, the first series is, I think some of them are masterpieces of science fiction and really underrated. You know, people have kind of forgotten about it. Not the eagle, actually. People remember yeah. Moonbase Alpha and the eagle and those things. But Did you have an eagle? Did you get oh, yeah, one for Christmas? Two of them. Oh, that got, used to be, I was so envious of... Because I, I had one action man, and then I used to save up tokens and buy another one, but not to then use as an action man. I was interested in how they would melt, and I think that says a lot about me, which I would just go, I'll keep the grip hands and put that on my older action man, but I wonder how the other ones burn. It's actually a young Robin asking those philosophical questions about the future of humanity in an infinite universe, yeah. what it means to be human. That's what, this, that's what this show's about, very, very vividly. That's what these live shows are about, as people will see if they come along. Oh, I don't know if there any tickets left now. That's not a very good advertisement. No. Oh, there's some for September. September. You can come yeah, in September. Yeah, come, come in September. I think, I think the, um, but there is... You're right. It, it's weird now. Sometimes when you watch old science fiction series or any adventure series, the ones that had the big adventure in, which were your favourites, are all rubbish. And the ones that we thought were boring, now we've reached middle age, we go, oh, good, this one's... This one's very boring in an intellectual way, and it's making me understand that the problems of curiosity and self-consciousness yeah. in a moon that's been blown out of orbit. Uh, and I need to ask you this because I mean that I know I'd forgotten for some reason. I always used to believe it was only part of the moon that had been blown off the main body of the moon, but actually the whole moon, the whole moon, has been blown out of orbit and mm. is travelling through the universe. How scientifically accurate is that? I mean, what, how likely do you think it is that we could, a moon could be blown out of orbit and then... Well, if you say a moon, so for example, and we speak about this in the shows, um, that as of last year with the new Cassini data, we think that the rings of Saturn were a moon that's dissociated. So it was a, only about 100 million years ago. So during the time of the dinosaurs, we think this moon was deflected by a gravitational interaction with another moon spiralled in towards the planet, crossed what's called the Roche limit, which is where the tidal gravitational forces become so strong that it can't maintain its structural integrity and it shatters into ice pieces. And that's what we think created the rings of Saturn. So moons in gravitational interactions with other moons, and indeed planets in gravitational interactions with other planets, can be thrown out of orbit. So planets, we think, are relatively regularly thrown out of solar systems in the early days of the solar system's formation before the solar system settles down. So, however, Space 1999, of course, a nuclear waste dump exploded on the Moon. I don't know why we buried the nuclear waste on the Moon rather than just launching it out into space. Once you've got it into space, the thing about nuclear waste... Well, yeah, you're right, because... Once it's in space, you just send it off. I mean, send it into the sun, whatever, just send it. But the problem... But if you send it into the sun, in particular, if the sun's beginning to break down... I saw a film which says that will restart the sun yeah, as well, so that would be very useful. Only a, 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 what, what kind of idiot to a scientific advisor on that? I have absolutely no idea. So you're saying that it's unlikely, that's a pity. So that's, but that's, I can't remember if they were looking after the nuclear dump or whether that was two separate things. That they no, they were, were looking after it, it was on the far side They were the a room. research lab and they'd also decided to use the moon as a nuclear dump. I know, which just doesn't make <laughs> the thing, I mean, if you ask the question, what is the, why do we not do that? Why do we not launch our nuclear waste in space? The problem is that the rocket might explode on launch. So it's a very, you know, launching things in space is high risk. And if you do put all your nuclear waste on a rocket, launch it from Cape Kennedy, and then it blows up, then it covers Florida in nuclear waste. So that's why you don't do it. 
But once you've got it up there, don't land it again on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Send it away. Well, let's hope that uh, hope the next people who build uh, a, a base on uh, on Moonbase Alpha, I suppose it'll be Moonbase Beta, then, won't it? Well, not in that universe, no one will build another moon base because, of course, the moon isn't there. Yeah, it's gone. But moon base B here. Oh well, that's uh, Space Ninety Nine done. We'll you know, do there's, a sp- there's a very famous paper by uh, uh, Alpha, Beta, and Gamma. George Gamma. I think George Gamma signed it. It was a uh, Alpha. It's A L P H E R. The physicist Hans Beta. Yeah. B E T H E, and then uh, George Gamma did the paper together. Tomorrow we'll talk about Escape from New York, I suppose, because that's 1999 as well, isn't it? Or is it 97? We'll talk about that after we've done the New York gigs. uh... We'll talk about that after we've done the New York gigs. We'll see if they don't go down very well. Yeah, or if we get trapped in a maximum security prison, which is actually the island of Manhattan. I hope that doesn't happen. I've not checked. No, we should. Just keep off the news until the week of it, just in case. Thank you very much for listening. Robin and Brian will be back as soon as possible with new episodes. You can like and subscribe and review the podcast at all the places you usually listen to podcasts, most likely Spotify and Apple and RSS feeds and SoundCloud and everything. Cosmicshambles.com slash loungecast will have all of those links. Check out briancoxlive.co.uk for tickets to the show. Check out cosmicshambles.com for all of our podcasts and documentaries and live events. This podcast is part of the Cosmic Shambles Network.